You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging, but it's the 21st century. Financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It's for you and me, busy moms and dads living their best life. The big question is this, how do we create time, avoid making painful mistakes, set examples for our children and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? This podcast will give you the answers. Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best guest experts. It is now the time you start living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shogunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Parent Podcast. Decluttering for Clarity. Today, we explore the power of decluttering to bring clarity and freshness to your family environment. For 20 years, Katie Andrews has been helping people to get unstuck and out of state of overwhelm by getting their physical and mental surroundings under control, by helping them to declutter their space and their brain. Discover how organizing your physical space, adopting a positive mindset of believe that you can, in implementing Kitty's transformative one system can change your daily routines and enhance your family's well-being. In this episode, we dive into the art of decluttering and its profound impact on creating a lemony fresh feeling in your home, in your heart. Learning practical strategies to declutter and organize physical space creating an environment that promotes clarity, productivity, and sense of freshness, and how you can get your children and entire family involved. So get ready to clear out, declutter your physical, mental, and emotional space, enhance your routines, and create harmonious home environment that supports your family's well-being. Join us on this conversation. Katie, thank you for joining us today on the Money Boss Podcast. It is a pleasure to have you here. I am excited for our conversation because the topic of decluttering, and we're going to go deep on this today, can be connected to a lot of areas in our life. And I'll just give a quick, quick little story because I'm not sure whether it is the universe was kind of putting all of this for me together and knowing that you and I were going to be talking soon. But just this morning, I was sharing with my husband that I've been having this feeling of wanting to just like clear out our closets. And um, I pulled out a few things out of my son's um, closet because a four and a half year old boy is growing way too fast. And so it's like the the minute I know there's like a pile of clothes he's not wearing, I'm like, I got to get it out of there. So I've been having a feeling of wanting to clear space. So maybe it is because we're talking, maybe there's, there's something else going on, but uh, here's, here's an introduction of how I'm interested um, to talk about, about this topic. So why don't we get started and please share with our audience, um, how do you, you know, how did you become uh, to be an expert in this and just give us a little bit about what you do? Thank and well, thank you for asking, and thank you for having me. It's an honor. Uh, <clears throat> I, 
you uh, you've all, you, you've seen uh, those pictures of the the little kid with the building blocks very carefully stacking it, right? Um, that's well, that's 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 me. Those those pictures are usually uh, they're they're supposed to be depicting a form of autism, and I am one of. It, that usually affects boys well. I'm one of one out of 189 girls that gets uh, diagnosed with that. And of course, with that comes a, a a need, a strong need for order and organization. It's also factored in with ADHD, where you tend to be kind of all over the place at the same time. So it's an interesting combination. But I've always been organized in my first in my first job in fact as a file clerk in an office um, I was promoted to the accounting department and the couple of months later the ladies came from the from where I was filing and said would you consider coming back and working for us part-time because we can't find anything anymore you were the best file clerk we ever had I'm thinking, okay, A, B, C should be pretty easy, right? <laughs> Maybe not. Um, and then into my ne my next career in restaurants, and I was always the one voted to go and clean the walk-in fridge because at the end of at the end of a restaurant shift, cooks they just throw everything into the fridge they don't care where it goes and eventually you can't find the yogurt okay you just can't find it well mm -hmm. I loved doing that number one I could be by myself you know quiet space and and just or happily organized <laughs> so then into a cleaning um 18 year real estate cleaning career, where I just always felt to kind of rearrange, not total rearranging in someone's house, but maybe just shift something on the top of the TV stand just a little bit. And the client would always say, uh, you know, I've been meaning to do that for a while. I'm glad you did that. I got, mm -hmm. uh, I was lucky that nobody said, what are you doing moving my stuff? <laughs> well, you have to move things to clean them, don't you? Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> And now I specifically uh, vir um, do virtual decluttering, which is basically not being in their home, in somebody's home. Uh, I can work anywhere in the world. And it's been described by a realtor friend of mine as a less intrusive, more focused way to clear years and years of clutter because you don't have the shame around it. You know, cleaning for the cleaning lady mm -hmm. kind of kind of thing right yeah so none of that we just focus on one room and you'll learn why I said one through yeah. the conversation yes this is this is funny that you said cleaning for the cleaning lady and I catch myself sometimes like it's the day I know she texts me in the morning and says she's coming today to clean and I'm still somehow like trying to get the dishes out of the sink because because that's what I do and I'm like okay well shouldn't she do that for me at least once every two weeks so yes I think we all kind of fall into that category but I love your idea of focusing on the one thing right and so let's kind of maybe pivot a little bit I think listeners or, or all of us understand the physical clutter I want you to help us kind of draw a connection between like we start with the physical right but there's more to that like what happens if you've addressed the physical um part 
at least of that, you know, challenges or those challenges that you're having? I think that the best, and that's a great question. The best way to answer that is actually with a, a, a story of a client. Can, can we go there? Yes, please. Uh, sure. Always. Because, because she really is a perfect example. A lady in Ohio. And we've been working together for three years because there's always something more to declutter. If you're if you're wondering why, there's always something more. Um, most of my clients have been with me for three years or more. She came to me with physical clutter. She couldn't, you know, walking her sun porch, the entrance into her room was, you know, kind of walking, barely, barely able to walk in. And so we started there. And after a couple of months, <clears throat> which, which happened first, the chicken or the egg? I'm trying to remember. That's right. First, she said, you know, I think I'm going to start a a um I, I'm gonna start a fitness program. I've been meaning, I've been wanting to for a long, long time. And she's in her 50s. And she and she said, I've been wanting to do this. And neither of us really made a connection. We just figured, okay, well, well, this is this is good. We're starting to make space make space. And here's an extra bonus of okay, yes, I want to improve myself in this way. And then she said something, she said, you know, my husband said something to me uh, a couple of days ago that I don't really think that I liked. And she told me what it was. And it wasn't that bad. But I said, oh, interesting. Has he said this to you before? And she thought for a minute or two and said, you know, come to think of it. He's been saying that to me for stuff like that to me for the 25 years of our marriage. Mm. She, she says, I just never noticed it before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Again, just, and just didn't notice it, but you want to hear the kicker? Here's, yes. here's the really, really cool part. Uh, she's an artist. She, this lady never met a craft or a hobby that she didn't like. All right. She's, mm -hmm. she's, she's afraid to go into Hobby Lobby because she'll, she'll walk out with you know, cartfuls of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And everywhere in her, her home was evidence of this and including stained glass art, which is one of her favorite things to do. And finally, this this just happened a, f a few months ago. All of a sudden, she just decided, yeah, I'm thinking of doing this. And she got an opportunity to, to actually uh, do some art for somebody. And I'm proud to say that she has received an $800, $800 for a her first commissioned stained glass work she was mm -hmm. finally ready the more she decluttered this is this is because I, I said to her she's uh, about a week ago I said would you have thought in a million years that you would be doing this if you were still living with with the clutter from when we met and she just said no no not at all I, I wouldn't have been able to think that clearly decluttering mm -hmm. the brain mm -hmm. go figure right yeah. yeah. So how can this physical, like decluttering this physical environment, right, or our space, whether it's home or even like our offices, 
how can that contribute to our the rest of our well-being, whether it's you know personal, mental, physical, financial? Um, like, how do we draw the connection there? Well, there's, there's certainly the unseen factor of uh, just well, frankly, fresh and from a feng shui point of view, uh, fresh energy moving mm-hmm. forward. Moving, mm-hmm. which is why I always say, let's start with the floor first, because the energy travels across the floor. Uh, and that unseen energy is what fuels all of us. If you have negative energy around you, you can you can feel it, can't you? Anna? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And once you're clearing that, then somehow, and I can't explain it, but it become, because it's unseen, it's, it's not really scientific, but it's, uh, from whatever I read, very well accepted that, that the energy just starts to flow through. Mm-hmm. Now, from a practical point of view, this has serious, from a seen point of view, very positive benefits, because many people allow things to accumulate for emotional reasons. And then they and they find themselves powerless to do anything about it because perhaps they've tried to declutter before and they've given up or they've gotten overwhelmed or somebody has laughed at them and said, oh, you can't do that. You'll always be like this. Well, gee whiz. And of course you're going to feel deflated. But once you declutter and you stay decluttered for life, say, for example, you have, here's a good example. You can never find your keys. So you tend to be late for work mm-hmm. or uh, you, you just don't have a proper, proper system so that, you know, so that you can find, or you're paying your bills late all the mm-hmm. time because you can't find them. Now it's digital, but still, uh, how is your self-esteem during these times? And you Are go, you feeling guilty or feeling shamed, right? Like you're feeling like you're letting down yourself yeah. to begin with, right? Absolutely. And failing and something. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, you're asking a question like, oh yeah, I do feel that too. <laughs> you know, those are real. Okay. Yes, go ahead. And it builds on itself and it builds on itself. And many times you can, I mean, you're, you're, you're a young mother of, of, of a young child and you know, you know better than I do that the, the, the messages in that child's head are pretty much set in stone by the age of seven. Mm -hmm. But anything after that, even, even if people keep saying, Oh, you'll always um, you'll you'll always be messy, or why can't you keep things clean? And then that sticks in the head. And so, if somebody says that as you're an adult, or those little voices are in your head, then you're going to per- perpetuate those. But mm-hmm. if you do something like decluttering, and you have that under your belt, and you feel positive and in control. Once mm-hmm. you feel in control, then that that reflects to all areas of your life. It reflects to your relationships. It re- reflects in your career. It reflects in, in absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. But when you're looking at a pile of clutter and you feel defeated already, shoulders sag, not feeling good. Mm-hmm. 
So if I know you mentioned starting with the floor, are there like specific items or like, I'm, I'm sure you probably like if somebody has a room where you can't or space, you can just walk in. That makes sense. You can clear the pathway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if I mean, if you're, you know, if there's definitely things to work on, like wh- what do you address first? I, um, when it comes to something like that, uh, I work in categories, but when it comes to decluttering, unfortunately, one size does not fit all. If you have that room that you were just talking about, I can answer that question in a couple of ways. So bear with me, Anna, won't you? Uh, if you, um, so you do have that room that is, uh, you, you can't walk in. Too much stuff has been thrown in. The first thing that I always say, and again, from a feng shui point of view, is make a path from the door to the window so the energy can flow through. So it has somewhere to go. I know that sounds woo-woo, mm-hmm. but with any luck, your, your listeners will understand this. I had a client that she's, and she said, now that's just silly. You with that? What kind of nonsense is that? And I said, Well, um, okay, we can do something else if you want. She says, Well, you're the you're the professional. Let's try it your way. I tell you what. The more she started picking through these things and making a path, and it was only like a foot wide. She said, I felt really, really good. It happened to be in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. And she had complained that she hadn't slept well in years. She started sleeping better just because she was able to walk in. I And again, sounds woo, um, but making a path from the floor to from the door to the window on the floor makes a huge difference. Now, you can go by category or um, a way that I find is less overwhelming. Is because Marie Kondo does it by category, and yes. God bless her. Uh, mm-hmm. the, if you if you can do that, I, I I see the pitfalls, and I've even seen them on her show. And my clients, uh, who many of whom are ADHD and get overwhelmed at the best of times, they they just say, "Oh, I can't do by category." Like take all your sweaters out of all of the <laughs> and pile them all on the sofa. No, 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 don't do that to yourself. Um, my, my one system is, mm-hmm. is designed to make life a lot overwhelming, a lot less overwhelming. Would you like to hear about it? I'd love to hear about your one system. All right. It is one room at a time one area of that room at a time, and one thing at a time. This system is so simple that children can master it. And that's why I love it so much. Because, as I said before, declutter and clutter and the concept of decluttering can be so overwhelming that you want to keep it as simple as possible. And and you want to give yourself quick wins, Mm-hmm. You want to make yourself feel good, get that dopamine happening, get all of those good and good hormones going through and going through your body and feeling good so that you will, you know, like the little uh, choo-choo train. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. All right. Yeah, I know I can. You want to give yourself that. So 
You can mm-hmm. see I like it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see that. Yes. Yeah. All right. So quickly, uh, I'll go through it quickly. It's one room at a time. And please it, pick one room. And if you're an entrepreneur, perhaps that's going to be your office. If you have children, then perhaps it's going to be one of the bedrooms or the the kitchen. I usually recommend the entrance because it's the first room that you see when you come home. Mm -hmm. Who wants to see it? Got to clean this sometime. And the last thing that you see when you're on your way out to work, that sticks in your subconscious. Mm -hmm. I really believe that. And Mm -hmm. my clients have borne that out. So one room. And don't make it the basement with the 30 years worth of Christmas decoration. Please don't do that to yourself. No, 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 no. (laughs) I like that tip. Okay, leave that to the last. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, And then you get to one area of that room at a time. Same basic concept is so that you can totally focus on it because it's easy to get bored and say, oh, the reason for the one room left that out, sorry, is don't bounce, but I suggest that you don't bounce between room to room and, oh, I'll do a little bit here, then I'll do a little bit there. Well, frankly, from a practical point of view, by the time you come back to room number one, it takes you about 15 minutes to get into character and remember what Mm -hmm. you were doing. But if Mm -hmm. you stick with one, it's still in your brain. Okay, Mm -hmm. so fast forward to uh, the one area of that room, exact same concept. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to, oh, I'll do a little bit on the desk and then I'll do a little bit in the corner. That can work for some people. It really can. But if you want, uh, it's like multitasking. You know that doesn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. Properties, same concept. I still do it though. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but if you stick with one area, even if that area is, and I usually recommend small, uh, a, a two foot by two foot area mm-hmm. and clear and clear that, but just pick one area of that room and stick with it. Mm-hmm. Now, the last part is, okay, I'll just one hit you one, one thing at a time. Yeah. Right. And is it ty- is it tedious? Yes. Is it time consuming? I'm mm-hmm. afraid so. Is it also the number one way that you will train your brain to stay decluttered for life? Because what's mm-hmm. the use of decluttering if you if you can't keep it that way, right? Mm-hmm. If it's if it's bad in six months already. Mm-hmm. One thing at a time. Uh quick quick client story. Do we have time? Yes, please. All right. Uh, My very, very first client (laughs) five years ago, she had a huge L-shaped desk and it was covered, not a word of a lie, six inches of paper all the way through. You could not, you didn't know what color the desk was unless you looked down this way. And um, our very first session and uh, I said, okay, well, let's start with the top piece of paper. And she looked at me like I was from Mars and said, you're out of your tree. There's no way we're going through this one by one. My very first client, I didn't know what to do. I, I, I didn't know what else to suggest. It was the only thing I could think. So she relented and said, oh, all right, I'll give, I'll give it a try for a few months, but for, for a few minutes. 
but I might want my money back. Fear. Okay. Um, Anyway, after about five, seven minutes, she starts rifling through these papers and saying, I don't need bank statements. My account doesn't need bank statements. Why do I have bank statements? Hey, what is with the power bills here? I don't need these. She said, I can get them online. She was saying, she was seeing by going through one piece of paper at a time, her brain, training her brain. But here's, here's, here's the, uh, the cherry on top of the sundae. Mm -hmm. She, she threw away a stack of trade magazines because apparently they go bad. (laughs) They go bad. They're no longer relevant. (laughs) <laughs> after after about three four months are no longer relevant so she she tossed a bunch of them that were on the desk and a couple of weeks later on our session she said you know I was in the store and my arm automatically reached for the magazine and she said wait a minute now I just I just threw away about 50 bucks worth she didn't buy the magazine. She said, I can wow. buy it every couple of months, retraining the brain so that that clutter does mm-hmm. not come in. So if you if you if you try to do it all at once, or if you have somebody coming in and doing it for you, God bless professional organizers. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you want it done so it'll stay that way, invest the time in yourself. Mm. at the beginning and do it right and uh, do you see how mm-hmm. how it's so simple that a child can learn it mm-hmm. yes i i like that a lot so because we talked about this before we hit the record button is there's some ideas you have for how do you train the kids because i will share this you know honestly um there's definitely challenges for with the four and a half year old to mm. kind of maintain the cleanliness in the house with like he plays here with a little bit of a toys and then they go around and there's more over here and then and, 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 like and so and all I have to do clean up the toys you know it's it's this constant reminder so I would love that to be a skill that he learns <laughs> for sure and if you um the earlier the earlier you ingrain it in them the better now i've worked with some working in where i live is a military base in canada so i've worked in with quite a few military families Mm -hmm. and they start training those kids from the age of two Mm -hmm. to put to put their toys away at the end of the day Mm -hmm. could be a bit extreme but it's uh what i'm trying to demonstrate is it's never too early and never too late decluttering can be learned can be learned and i use that uh, i'd rather have a better word but adopted that's mm-hmm. that's my better word for it mm-hmm. and if you get a child to, to when you make it as simple as possible becoming a new parent is extraordinary life-changing events that brings a mix of emotions from joy to worry excitement and fear Suddenly, you're not only responsible for yourself, but also for another little person who depends on you for everything, and it's okay to feel overwhelmed. But remember, you've got this. Did you know that raising a child from birth to age 18 can cost over $234,000 on average? And that does not even include things like daycare, private school, or college savings for the future. 
Planning for these expenses is crucial, and that's where the Money Parent Checklist comes in. I've created this resource for new parents like you to get you started. It will help you adapt and prepare for the, your new financial reality. It's a comprehensive guide that covers everything from setting up a budget for your new family, planning baby expenses, securing your child's future, and even preparing for those exciting college years ahead. Yes, I've got you covered from A to Z, so you can focus on cherishing those precious moments with your little one. But don't let money worries get in the way of creating unforgettable memories. Visit parentmoneychecklist.com today and grab your free copy. Um, I'm afraid I'm straying away from the question. Uh, so, no, I mean, I think, yeah, we're still continuing to figure out how can this be learned or how can parents teach this to their kids uh, at early age? First, give them a why. The reason, um, if we declutter, if um, no, when, when we do, when we get your room nice and tidy and organized, you'll be able to find everything right away. Remember when you couldn't find your Play-Doh, something like that. And how upset you were? Well, if we keep things tidy, that will never happen again. Mm-hmm. Give them a and give them a why. Because if you just say, uh, um, "Because I said so," well, you know that how well work. that works. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> kid looks at you and says, "Yeah, right." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Because you want this to be a habit that will stick with them for life because the, because pretty soon you're going to be at the door with the Kleenex in hand waving your kid off to college and he's not going to have you to, uh, to tidy the dorm room. Mm-hmm. And it just gets worse from there. And then they get into adulthood and there's, and there's still everywhere if you teach them early then and make mm-hmm. it a habit. That's mm-hmm. so ingrained in their brain. Mm-hmm. An easy, a couple of easy uh, ways to mm-hmm. let's imagine your son. Okay. Uh, first, we've given them a strong why, so that they'll always be able to to find things, and they won't. I don't know if they'd be embarrassed if their little friends come over and the room is a pigsty. Maybe they mm-hmm. would. Maybe they wouldn't. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But. Um, being able to find things and being able to find that piggy bank where all the money is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's do the bribery one step further. And then what you want to do is keep the sessions short. Say, for example, you decide, okay, we're going to do a big decluttering on on your room. And they've got their why and they're still not quite sure about all of this concept. Make it a game. Say, all right, um, we are going to make the sessions very short, with them at least, 15 Mm -hmm. minutes. An adult's attention span is about 45, if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. making it for 15 minutes and say, I'll tell you what, let's do it together. Don't get them to do it by themselves. Mm -hmm. They, They have no buddy support, right? Um, you could say, I'll tell you, I'm going to go through uh, Let's spend 15 minutes. I will go through your clothes to make sure that they're all clean so you can be proud to wear them. 
And why don't you go through and pick a category, make it simple. This is where we get into the categories. Mm -hmm. Why don't you go through that little stack of books that's on the bookcase and take out anything that is too babyish for you? Mm-hmm. Kids don't want to feel like babies, right? Oh, no. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, you keep your big boy books. Sounds Making good. It fun. Making it fun. My God, I'm wanting to declutter myself with all of this. <laughs> it probably works for all ages, but I am in child mode right now. Um, and making it fun, making it in short spurts. And at the end of it, I suggest some sort of reasonably healthy reward. You mm-hmm. can, you can go with um, you can go with the ice cream or McDonald's or whatever, but I some sort of reasonably healthy reward. Even going to the playground, okay, we can go to the playground as soon as mm-hmm. we've done that. And keep mm-hmm. your promise. Go to the playground. Mm-hmm. This is not the time for you to start scrolling through your phone. You keep your promise to that child. I have no children, by the way, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) but this just makes common sense. It's like the golden rule, treat treat them like you want to be treated. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's the reward system does work for sure. So, Mm -hmm. yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I can, I can totally see that, um, how that could be, um, an adopted behavior, right. For both parents and, and the kids. So I'm totally practicing that. So, um, I want to I want to pivot a little bit here because um, it, the physical space and things were talked about. Like I think it makes a lot of sense because you, as you were describing, the the very first area or the very first room to start with would be the the entrance or like the hallway. Mm-hmm. And as you're describing that, I, I, I'm thinking about the mail. I don't know why I'm thinking about the mail. Honestly, our inbox is actually in the garage. So my husband has to go to the garage, go, you know, it's a little section and pull out the mail. So it doesn't necessarily come into our entrance. But I would think a lot of people, you know, walk in their door and they may have their mail in their hand. And so the mail, right, the letters could be your bills we talked about, too, or things like that. And so my mind was connecting the dots with like the, the financial pieces, right, or like the bills mm-hmm. that you may be like wanting to throw in a trash can. So if, like you walk in through the door or it's somewhere in your hallway, you have a basket with all the, the mail that comes in. Mm-hmm. So. How, like, help me, like, connect the dots with, like, if we do all this work to clear our physical space, like, when and how do we start to see that maybe we need more work for the for the other pieces, right? Because you talked about emotional, um, or we need to work on the mental piece here, like, at some in some fashion. So I want to connect the physical to the other areas of decluttering. Oh, okay. Uh, let me let me bring my mind back to that because I thought you uh, where I thought you were going was how do you how do you suggest about dealing with mail and bills and stuff like that? So, um, how to how to connect the physical and and the mental? Decluttering the the physical space, like what are the what are the benefits and how does it help us mentally? Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, um, I, I partly answered that question with, with the client's story about how she, about how, as she was 
physically and as she was physically decluttering then other areas of her life so the uh the onions started to be peeled back uh, revealing things that she hadn't noticed about her 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 relationship with her husband uh revealing how she actually felt about about her weight and the the self-esteem that goes around around that um it's maybe I, maybe I can clarify where I'm where I was headed with that kind of a thought so um what I'm thinking about is like this weight and it, like more in the mental space um especially around finances so if you're seeing like the bills coming in and maybe you ha haven't worked quite worked on your finances but you know you've got everything else like you cleared all the physical stuff that you've been wanting to work on so at what point do you do you know that maybe it's more than just the physical space like how do you recognize that you may need work or support in getting you some help around the other areas and then my example was like the mental the mental clarity oh um let, let me let me think about this the after you have done, and that's a really, really good question. The after you have dealt with your physical clutter, if you are still feeling overwhelmed and a lack of self-esteem and not being able to pull it together, because not everybody can do spreadsheets or they they may they may just not have the have um, any know-how or they may have been told too many times oh you can't manage money mm -hmm. or you can't cook or something like that in theory and one size does not fit all in theory once you have decluttered physically, you should be able to, and I don't like that word should, but uh, you should be able to see more. Well, if anything, you should, I was going to say you should be able to uh, manage your finances better or mm -hmm. um, um, manage your household better. But entertain me this thought, Anna. Mm -hmm. What about... If you have pretty much hidden behind your physical clutter, you you have mentally hidden behind your physical clutter and said, oh, I'm always paying my bills late because I can't find them. Okay, so mm -hmm. you, you've eliminated that excuse, that mail that has come in from the garage, you've got a good place to put it, you know, and then you uh, do the right thing, you open you, um, yeah. I suggest that you open it at the same, same, you know, minus Saturday afternoon that I look at my bills for one hour at 12 noon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I suggest that you do that. But if you've been making an excuse, say, for example, if I can't manage money because my house is so cluttered and then all of a sudden, I'd love to hear your feedback on this. All of a sudden, okay, well, I don't have an excuse anymore. I've got a system. My place is decluttered. Uh, why am I still not paying my bills on time? That's mm -hmm. when you're dealing with mental blocks of people. Someone saying to you uh, a long time ago, you can't manage money. So, of course, you say to yourself, I can't manage money. Mm -hmm. What if that uh, now that you don't have that clutter to hide behind, it forces you to see mm -hmm. I need help. 
I need mm -hmm. to reach out to someone who can help me. I always thought I could do it myself before, but mm -hmm. now I know that I need, mm -hmm. well, say someone like your services that mm -hmm. they, you know, that they just say, all right, I decluttered. I can see my life is beautiful, but maybe I just don't have a head for finances or maybe somebody can do it better so that I can have more money for my children or my grandchildren or whatever. So decluttering can manifest itself positively by mm -hmm. even just opening it, opening up uh, your own reality to yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how does that's how does that land with you no that's perfect that's that's exactly what I was hoping to hear that you say that there's there's this connection so I yes I love it okay I've got to ask this because it, it's I'm sure it's in the a listener's mind but we've done this initial you know phase I don't know if it's phase or not but I'll call it a phase how do we keep it up right because just like with the kids the room will get messy again the toys are played with all the time, all day long. Um, so how do we, and the hallway will get cluttered again because, you know, you go through the hallway, kitchen or any room in the house. Uh, I'm sure probably the same thing could apply to, to mental uh, clutter, right? So how do we mm. update systems? Yes, yes, very much so. And the mental part, we, we could do a whole other podcast on that part on stuff that I haven't really touched. I, I was afraid to go down a rabbit hole when you, when you asked me that question, because I could <laughs> talk for hours about it. And well, <laughs> we only have so much time. Um, how to keep it that way. That's what you're asking. Right? Uh, yes. It's not a pretty answer, but it's, it's effective and it's just habits and a little bit of self-discipline. And the key ingredient, believing that you can. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that again. Believing that you can and sticking with it. But the, here's the trick. Just like Darren Hardy, small steps lead to big changes. Right? Mm -hmm. Don't try to just like a you know your your New Year's resolution or your or your weight weight loss program. Don't make a big um, project out of it. Choose to uh, do one one little habit, and then once you master that, then you uh, then you you can then you can take on another habit. Here's mm -hmm. a very simple habit. To, that anybody can do any age can do to maintain tidiness it's not going to stay perfect here's a, here's another thing too people are too hard on themselves i'm going to get on a soapbox here be careful <laughs> <laughs> people are too hard on themselves if oh, i've done all this decluttering and now it's it's not as, it's not as perfect anymore well it's not life is like that life is not perfect but it's not as bad as it was before you decluttered, is it? No. Okay, well, just it will, it will only take a few minutes to pick it back up. And imagine that conversation with your child. All right. Mm -hmm. He's all proud that he's got it and, and got it nice. And then the next day he's bored. He's looking, it doesn't look as good as it did. Okay, that's okay. It won't take that long to put it back. Mm -hmm. uh, to the way it was and it'll look all nice and pretty again one very simple habit that i just mentioned a moment ago before i went off on a tangent is 
the waitress role. I mentioned that I was uh, uh, in the restaurant industry for many, many years. One rule that was drummed into us by Greek owners, by the way, mm -hmm. I, uh, European owners, the big rule in any of the restaurants that I worked in was never walk through the restaurant empty-handed. I'll say that again. Never mm -hmm. walk through the restaurant empty-handed. There is always, always something that you can carry. The coffee cup from the bedroom it back to the kitchen. Um, oh, I'm sure. Uh, no, geez. Pair of shoes from your mm -hmm. child. Do, do, can you think of an example that? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, just anything that you see that's not, I, whatever else, whatever you see that's not supposed to be there, just grab it. Right. <laughs> just walk with it. You have to walk anyway. For example, for, I love the coffee cup from the bedroom to the kitchen. All right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I've seen three or four coffee cups on somebody's dresser. Well, why didn't you bring them to the kitchen? I don't know. I just figured they'd be there. Well, they are still there, aren't they? <laughs> right? You have two empty arms. Always be carrying something. Mm -hmm. Again, a habit that anyone of any age can do. This will help you to keep clutter at bay. Mm -hmm. And when you are thinking, uh, here's another tip that can be used by anyone, any age. For yourself, meaning you, being an entrepreneur, uh, for, for me, it's my five minutes at the end of the day, tidying the desk. Mm -hmm. Five minutes. Just mm -hmm. if you can't get rid of the papers right away, then at least just sort it so it looks hotel-y when you walk in. Your mm -hmm. child. At the end of the day, five minutes, put away. Okay, let's make a game of it. Put away. You got five minutes. How many toys can you put away? Mm -hmm. Kind of thing. But it's a habit at mm -hmm. the end of the day so that you wake up and you look at your surroundings. You are, they're lemony fresh and you feel lemony mm -hmm. fresh. It's all yeah. about how you feel. What do you think of those two tips? I love the lemony fresh feeling. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, I love that. I, I kind of have that. Um, not kind of have. I have that habit is at the end of the day, I have to clean up the coffee cups. Like right now, if you were recording on Zoom, you can't really see it. <laughs> but if you looked at it on my computer, you know, my desk here, I have coffee cup, I have my water bottle. So that would be all cleared, right? I'll close my desk and I'll go off for the day. So I feel like that's a, a habit because I know if I don't do it and very rarely, like I don't do it, I come in the morning and it's still here. So it's not a good start to the day. Mm -hmm. So I love that lemony fresh feeling. For the time that we have today, um, and I am, um, we're going to put some of these, or we're going to put all of these um, ideas in the show notes. Tell our listeners how they can connect with you. I know you have a lot of interesting information on your website, and there was something that you wanted to share um, with the audience as well. Thank you. Uh, I, uh, well, you go to declutterthebrain.com. Your choice of HTTPS or www. Just type in declutterthebrain.com and it will come up and you can access my PDF, which is called Seven Easy Steps to Conquer Your Physical and Mental Clutter. And it's intended as an evergreen grounding tool for your declutter journey and beyond. 
beyond. It's uh, it, it it really is evergreen steps. A lot of what what I've talked about today, but it's built under the acronym the acronym of control. Say for example, um, the the final L is love your home after mm-hmm. you've done all your decluttering. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it oh, and it comes with seven short little videos, so you're never alone in your decluttering process. I love it. Yes, I'm gonna I I'm gonna download that too, and we'll have a sh- uh, link in the show notes. So for the closure today, is there a number one tip you have for our listeners who are really excited to declutter? Nice. Don't get they're excited, but they're nervous at the same time. Don't they might be overwhelmed up. too. Yeah. Just remember, the clutter uh, did not accumulate overnight. Did not accumulate overnight. So it won't go away overnight unless your magic wand is a whole lot better than mine. Just cut yourself some slack and break it down into the smallest chunk possible. And go easy on yourself. Mm, I love that. Thank you very much, Kitty, for your time today. Thank you for having me, Anna. It's been awesome. Disclaimer. The opinions expressed on this show are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individuals. To determine which investments or solutions may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial advisor, or tax professional for more specific advice. Hey there, Mining Boss Parent, giving you a virtual high five because you just wrapped up another awesome episode of the Mining Boss Parent Podcast. If you're craving more insights, hop over to moneybossparentpodcast.com. You'll find there detailed show notes from today's episode and even some sweet deals from our guests and partners. And if you're eager to connect with other super cool moms and dads who are just like you, who are navigating the world of money and parenting, come join our exclusive Facebook community for Money Boss Parents. The link is waiting for you at moneybossparentpodcast.com.